0: Hi, listeners. It's Christy here. I want to share some exciting news with you guys. In addition to the incredible guests that we have on the show, we want to try out a new format that involves more of you, our wonderful listeners. So often when I'm doing these interviews and just talking to people in general, I'll hear a story and think to myself, I have a quote that I feel like would help that person. And so that's what I want to try out with you. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear what's going on in your life. Maybe it's a breakup, a loss, a career change, a life change, friendship struggles, you name it. Tell me your story and I will give you a quote that I think might help you through it. All of the stories are gonna be shared anonymously, of course, and they can be submitted through the link in the show notes. I can't wait to hear from you. Hello, Tezza. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. For everyone listening and watching, we are here with Tezza Barton. She is, I don't even know really where to start, photographer, model, musician, influencer. She created the Tezza app that you've probably seen all of your friends use for editing their photos. On top of all that, she's a mother, just the jack of all trades. (laughs) What do you tell your friends when they ask you what you do?
1: No, thank you for helping me there. I honestly don't even know. I feel like I've always had a hard time answering. Like I always am just like in my heart of hearts, I'm an artist because I feel like that's how I started. And that encompasses it. And that kind of is like everything. But now, you know, I'm trying to like step into a new role as like a tech founder and really try and be like a leader in the business space. So it's definitely been like imposter syndrome in that world, but it's fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. But if there's anyone who's done such a beautiful job at evolving their career, it's you. I feel like you started on the Instagram world, then you created this app that was incredible. You were actually, you started as a musician, didn't you?
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, really as a photographer, then a musician. And then that's kind of why I say artist, because I'm like, well, I'm always just kind of dabbling in things and I'm still in, on the journey. So, yeah. you know, trying to figure so, out.
0: Tell us a little bit about that journey then. Like give everyone a little rundown of what got you to what you're doing right
1: now. How much you want to know? No, I was just gonna We say. wanna know everything. Let's so just say, but um yeah, I mean, long story short, I I really did grow up in like this amazing family of artists and creators. And being creative was super welcomed. Um, so I tried everything, you know, from fashion to design to photography to music to you name it. Um, and when I started taking photos, that was really like when everything clicked for me, I was like, wow, I really love storytelling and bringing just like so much to life through just a single image. So that's kind of where I started kind of posting on the internet, blogging, Tumblr, all the things. Um, and then Yeah. Tumblr. I mean, Facebook, (laughs) I actually like started my career on Facebook. I would say like
0: more than Instagram.
1: Yes, because when Facebook came out, I was like, oh, as a photographer, I don't have to like build a website. I can have like these albums. And I was known for like dropping a new shoot that was like a te- like an episode, you know, I would name the campaign and make oh, it cool. unique. Um, and so I started to grow a community of, of people interested in that on Facebook before Instagram ever came out. So I know. So I interesting. So vintage. I'm like saying that, but um, yeah. So then when I went to school for photography, I remember all of, you know, the art kids were like, ew, Instagram, everyone thinks they're artists now. And I'm like, wait, no, this is so cool because I really, you know, not until I got a little bit older did I realize that growing up in this kind of really beautiful creative family was so unique. Um, everyone else was just kind of like, Oh, I'm not creative or I'm not artistic. And I truly believe that everyone is. And so I wanted to kind of, that became my mission to help other people like find that. And through posting on Instagram and and blogging and things and working with brands, I feel like so many people started to reach out, like, how can I do this too? And I really just wanted to share that with everyone. Um And so started really posting on Instagram seriously and then like so much in between, but fast forward, my husband and I moved to New York and we were like, let's, you know, we were trying to start, we were trying to pay rent, let's be honest. And so we were starting <laughs> different businesses. Like I wasn't really necessarily making money from social media, but as a photographer, kind of. Um, and so that's really when we leaned in and started, you know, selling art prints. And then from there launched the Teza app. Um, cause we really felt like, you know, there was, there were apps out there at the time, but there weren't apps catering to this creator space that was booming um, yeah. especially the females you know where we were coming yeah. up we were owning the space before, <laughs> like running the show and I'm like we need an app that yells as fun as creating does all the other apps yeah. were just tools and kind of boring and so we wanted to mix it up and yeah that was almost like five and a half years ago I think when we launched so that's kind of been you know I guess my life mission at this point is to help everyone find that inner artist and feel creative and just be like a little small piece of everyone's little creative journey I don't even know amazing I'm like no you answered
0: it beautifully also very humbly because what she's leaving out is yeah she started Instagram has like over a million followers now your app has like over 10 million downloads like these things really took off when did you see your Instagram necessarily taking off is it kind of quick or did it take a
1: while like, I was posting for a long time before it took off. Um, and I remember, like, when I moved to New York, I, I didn't even realize that you could have a career like, by, you know, posting for brands and stuff. I just didn't really yeah. understand. I knew it existed because I was trying to do the blogging thing. um, But I would say I had been posting for, I mean, let's see, four years before it even took off. I, I've posted on yeah. Instagram every day for, like, seven years like literally every day for seven years you still post every day no no I've taken some. but like for seven years straight I did and it was crazy um so I really put in the work but I would say like once I started sharing my knowledge it wasn't just like I was posting I was like also you know sharing and providing value I saw so many people just coming back and like talking about it and being excited and so that was really when I you know, leaned in and started building, um, a community of people that were interested in. Can yeah. Amazing photos. Yeah.
0: I mean, I would consider you probably like one of like the OG influencers. Like, I feel like there's like a group of people that like really started this trend of like being influencers, maybe without even trying, like you said, not even knowing that it was going to become a thing. And Instagram has changed so much since, as I'm sure you're aware. How has that been for you? Like, how do you perceive that evolution?
1: Yeah, it's scary. Um, when you've been doing something for so long and then things totally change and you have to adapt. Um, I'm still trying to figure out that journey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You know, I feel like when you get really good at something and then it totally doesn't work anymore or whatever it is, it can be really humbling experience. Yeah. But I always have just tried to stay true to like, I remember when I first started blogging, I had, um, like a, I guess a mantra for my, my brand and what I was creating. And it was the art of life. And I feel like I just tried to make sure everything always fit under this umbrella. And so I still to this day kind of stick to that, even if, you know, the platforms change or the way content is created changes. Um, but I, and I like one thing I always love to think about is the Madonna curve. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, so, like, Madonna, like, she was always just, she's always been, like, rising, and then she'll kind of dip, and then she'll, like, reinvent yeah. herself, and she's rising again, and it's, like, her, if you, if you were to have her on, like, a chart, it would just be, like, constantly going up, but, like, you know, yeah. there. so I feel like I'm always trying to think of the Madonna curve, like, how am I I love that. inventing myself, like, evolving, because I think you have to, to keep up in this world, yeah. let's be honest, like, you can't just keep posting the same thing over and over people are going to get bored, um. So yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what my next curve up is, but like, it's fun. It's a good challenge. No,
0: I mean, see, honestly, I asked selfishly as well because I started my page, I guess, like five years ago now. And even since then, it used to be just so much easier to get followers, to get likes, to get interaction. And it's really hard now on Instagram. Like it's it's a tough world out there. And I just always wonder, like how other creators who have been on the platform for even longer than I have feel about that evolution, where like you're like, "I'm doing the same thing, ish, and I'm doing really cool things and posting really cool things and spending yeah. time on this, and it's not getting the same feedback, which it's just hard for anyone. But I love how you describe that because it's true, like there's something to be said about someone who just sticks with it. You write it out.
1: Yeah. I do think like too, sometimes the algorithm like... I'll get really depressed because I'm like, wait, this isn't working and it's fingering. And I'm very confused because I know this is good. Um, but then if you... If I, I I honestly think at the end of the day, consistency will always kind of win yeah. some degree. Like if you just keep going, it'll kind of fix itself. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. I wish I had some wise words here that were like, this is the, the key. No. But I honestly... some have been. You know, if you started a new account, it would almost do better than older accounts. I feel like, you know, Instagram's yeah. kind of coaching. So, like, maybe you want to, like, have a side account that, you know, you're kind of, I don't know. Like, my friend started a podcast and he started a new podcast account, but he's, like, had a, another account forever. And his podcast ag- account gets way more engagement than his account that Interesting. he's had. Now. And so, I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. Maybe we're old and we need to reinvent. I yeah, know.
0: I guess so. I think like the sad other part of me is like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because I like it. I feel good about my work. And, you know, like Instagram is going to continue to change. But there is also something we said about someone who kind of just sticks to like what they feel confident with and isn't really like there's I feel like there's a fine line between adapting and also like staying very true to your original self, which I feel like you've done a very good job with.
1: Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, I definitely think staying true to yourself self is always like the key. Because once you try and be somebody else, it's not sustainable, you know? You're going to end up paying.
0: And it's transparent. People see right through that.
1: Exactly. But I do think like, yeah, posting on other platforms, even though it can be difficult, can actually really also help. Like, bring new people and kind of spice it up. I don't know.
0: 100%. You've already given such good advice, but let's ask you the question of the show. What's the best advice that you've ever gotten?
1: This was like kind of, Crazy because I'm like, I have given been given a lot of good advice like well, how do I choose, but I was trying to think of something from when I was younger that kind of shifted my career and my life. Um, my art teacher once said to me like, if you want to go to Paris, do what you got to do to get to Paris, and he just went off about how. Like if you have this feeling of wanting to do something or go somewhere, you got to do it now because you're never going to be the same person you are now. You're going to grow. You're going to change. It's not, it's not going to be able mm-hmm. to be what it could have been to you at that time. Basically just like get, like go after your dreams. I mean, if you're kind of summing it up, but I like literally wrote that in my notebook and I was like, I'm going to get to Paris, whatever, whatever my Paris was, you know? Yeah. And I like just thinking back to when I was, um, just newly married with my husband. We were living in Utah. I was like shooting weddings, trying to make money. And I was so over it. I was like, I got to move to New York. I have no reason to move there other than I just want to. My husband had a great job. I'm like, no, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And he was like, let's do it. So we just like picked up our move to New York and it was the most wild experience, like such a challenge, but changed my entire life and gave me like a career and everything that I have now. So I I really feel like I always in the back of my head, I'm like, if I want something, like I just set the bigger goal of what that is. And I figure out how to get there rather than just wait to get there, you know?
0: Yeah, I love that. And I feel like I love the concept of Paris being all different things in your life. And I feel like there's always maybe a new Paris. and Always new Paris, yes. And there are probably always roadblocks to the Paris, which I'm sure you've also encountered.
1: No, a thousand percent. I think that's like part of, you know, like getting through the hard things is that Paris is at the end of the hard thing. So you're going to figure out what the roadblock, how to get through the roadblock.
0: Yeah. Is there, speaking of hard things, is there a biggest lesson that you've learned from
1: one of the hardest times of your life? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I lost my sister when I was 19. Um, suddenly and she was 17 we were like best friends and we were we played in a band together we had like big dreams and it was you know when you're 19 I feel like you you think you have not you not that you think you have it all figured out but it feels like such a monumental time in life where you're making these big decisions about you know what kind of career you want or where you want to go um to college or whatever it is and So when that was taken away for me, it felt like I was so confused. I was so upset. I I felt like, oh, why would I even have a plan in life? Like, that's just stupid because it's going to get taken away, you know? But after I had some time to kind of sit with that, it really kind of just taught me that, like, I love this quote. It says, "Um, stop waiting around for the special occasion. Um, Every day is a special occasion. And... It's really just so true. I think every day is such a gift and it really just taught me to you know, live every day to the fullest. It sounds kind of, I don't know, simple and and cheesy, but like I there isn't a day that I don't wake up and don't, you know, just do everything I want to do to have the best day, treat everyone around me like with love and kindness and just go after the things that I want because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm so sorry that that happened to you, but also I find that that's a perspective that a lot of people get to late in life because things like that are like forcing you to see the things that you didn't see before. Um, For sure. Is there, are there times in your life where you've like referenced that knowledge a lot, like where you've thought back to that advice where maybe you were kind of living every day as if it was just not a special occasion?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think all, all the time, honestly, I, yeah. you know, we all slip back into just like in the month, being just kind of going with the flow. Um, but I, one was just moving to New York. That was kind of a big push for me going yeah. because I I was doing music and I was liking it, but I, I always just felt like there was something, something more. And I knew there, that city was just, I had to get there. And so that was a big one for me um, just to, to go for it. I also was super shy at at the time um, before my sister passed. Like, I, I don't even know. It's so weird. You would never describe me as shy if you met me, but I was holding a lot in. And after that happened, I just, I felt like, well, gosh, what, why am I wasting time not being who I really am and not showing who I am? You know? And so I really like found myself through that and like moving to New York City, I, it was really hard to make friends and I would just have to like, I made it a challenge to just introduce my, myself to somebody new every day. Cause I'm like, oh, what do I have to lose? You know, like you. <laughs> talk to the person that I'm standing in line to or whatever it is. And I feel like, you know, little things like that, not even big things, but just little things like that kind of really just changed my life and helped me grow as a person.
0: Yeah. Do you have like a best lesson that you feel like your sister taught you?
1: I feel like this quote is everywhere, but she literally, I'm not even joking, had it on her pillowcase and like she and she would look at it every night and said, feel the fear and do it anyway. And she was Love just that. she would walk into a room and own it and just like be the star of the show. She had no fear in that. And I, I feel like she when she passed, we found this list in her room and it said "A 100 things I want to do before I die. Like who makes a list like that? I don't know. Cause I still have to make one. I got to make my list. But it was like fun things like toilet paper, the girl that was on the street or like play a show for a thousand people or um, go in a hot air balloon or, you know, it was just crazy (laughs) things like that. I feel like she just had her sights set on such big dreams and she, she never thought anything was out of reach. And so I really did like adapt and take all that and you know, I try and live for her in that way, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like just looking at your page, I would be like, oh, this is a fearless girl. Like everything about your aesthetic and even just talking to you seems like bold and confident. And so if that's where you got it from, then
1: she was a pretty phenomenal person. She was. She was. She was really special. Yeah
0: is there a worst piece of advice you've ever gotten or maybe a quote that you hear all the time that you just do not like?
1: It's funny because this quote, well, it's not even a quote. I feel like my whole life, everything I wanted to do, I wanted to be a fashion designer. I wanted to be a musician. I would tell people and they would be like, artists don't make money, choose something more practical. Now I feel like like that has changed a little bit. Yeah. I feel like people are welcoming creativity as this career and this job. So that makes me really happy. I definitely think I hear still hear people say like, I want to be a musician and people kind of shoot it down. They're like, well, what are the chances of that? <laughs> so that really just pisses me off because I'm like, "How you don't even know what someone's capable of. And I think like the coolest part about being young and having these big, crazy dreams, whatever they are, Is that if you try them, you'll figure out whether you're going to do it or not. You're going to figure out what you're good at and what you're not at. And then you'll you'll take another step to the thing that you're going to do. Like, I was dying to be a fashion designer. I went to Parsons. I took the classes. I was pretty good. But I then started taking photos of the clothes I was making. And I was like, wait, no, this is speaking to me more because I can, you know, I can do so much more storytelling than just making the, the actual clothes. I can bring them to life through this photo. And then, you know, if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't have started posting on Instagram. And then if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have started building an app and helping other creators all over the world. So I I just feel like everything's a stepping stone, whether you fail or succeed. They're all little things to learn and they're going to get you to where you need to go.
0: Yeah, I love that. Were there times talking about like people being like, oh, you want to be an artist? Good luck with that. Were there times throughout your career or maybe like when you were saying like I'm gonna move to New York I have no reason to be there but I'm just gonna go there where people were like
1: "Mm, are we sure that's the best idea (laughs) oh yeah I mean I think most things in my life people have have questioned that and you know even just when I was in college and I was posting on Instagram I there were people making fun of me left and right it was very like oh you know she wants to do big things but she's it was just very you know there are forums out there i don't really know i've i I look away keep going forward and it's great um but (laughs) i I do feel so lucky that i've had really a good a good family that's always just celebrated those ideas so yeah if you have kids you know celebrate their ideas you never know what they're gonna do fun
0: you never know and honestly especially with apps like instagram and tiktok now nothing really is that out of reach which is a beautiful thing about social media there's a lot of cons but the pros are that like being an artist especially that dream is not so much a fantasy anymore for a lot of people
1: it absolutely and i think the coolest part is that you can just reach so many people um that you like back in the day you would have to go you know put up posters and and do yeah who knows what run ads i guess yeah but I think like if you can build a community of people that like what you like, that can turn into literally anything. And, I, and you know, it's so cool, whatever it is, whether it's the way you like to clean or organize or fish or I don't know, like these days, an influencer or creator, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's everybody and anybody. So cool. it's so true.
0: Speaking of community, I feel like that's one thing that you have just done impeccably. And I mean, you can see it through your app, through your social media channels. People follow you and continue to follow you for a very specific reason. And they feel very like attached and it's because of what you've created. Do you have any advice for people looking to build that community, maybe online, maybe in other places, but how did you like garner that kind of support?
1: I always ask myself, what are you giving? Um, Because I think we... Sometimes you're, I don't know, especially when you have a brand that involves yourself, you're thinking of like, you can just get caught up thinking about more of the way it looks or this or that, or I don't know what you're getting out of something. But I think if you just put to like, what are, what's somebody else getting out of what I'm posting and sharing? Like there, people are always going to come back around. Um Yeah and and stand by your side you know because i think that like with the app for example we've just been very open and building it together with the community it's not just like i'm gonna make this for you and you're gonna love it of course i have a strong point of view and i really think about those things but you know we ask people how do you like this what are you doing people tell us what they don't like and then we you know make it better so i think if you're you know, starting a brand or just building your own community, like keeping that dialogue open and making it a place people feel like safe. Um yeah. that's like they're gonna stick with you for a long time.
0: Beautiful advice. I love that. Last question, but do you have a favorite quote or mantra or saying that you have been repeating to yourself, maybe just lately or maybe forever? I know you threw out some of them, but do you have any yep. more?
1: This is like a businessy one, and I, I say it all the time. That's okay. But I feel like this is the only way I can be the person at the dinner table that's not just talking about an idea, but actually, like, I get the idea done. Um, because I'm a perfectionist, and I like to work on so I could work on it for, I don't even know, way too long, and then it would never <laughs> get out. But my husband always said this, and it's, like, the only way we've ever launched products. But he's always like, done is better than perfect. And I, it really, because, you know, especially with products or things like that, they're all, you're always going to adapt, they're going to get better and it's probably pretty dang good. But if you wait too long, like somebody else is going to do it or, you know, by the time you're done, you're going to not like it anymore or whatever it is. So I feel like, you know, just getting it out is way, you're going to be way ahead of the person that's like trying to perfect it. So, but you know, that being said, you can, you can get it as perfect as you want, but like still, still get it out.
0: But at a certain point there is no such thing as perfect. And I'm like you. I mean, I could sit there and while I'm designing something, literally move around like half an inch or like half a centimeter back and forth for like an hour, just waiting to get it exactly where I want it. Yeah. And after a certain point, it just impedes you from being able to accomplish anything. Like it's not it's not a healthy kind of perfectionism. So this is I true. Think I mean, that's that. good to remember.
1: Yeah. 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 That makes me feel better because I'm like no. yeah. <laughs> but
0: I'm not alone. I-
1: I think what? a lot of like
0: artistic people would agree. And it's so funny because I always feel like, you know, you always have a certain level of self-consciousness about your work. Because you're like, oh, I would have made it a little different every time I post anything. Yeah. But at a certain point, then you would just never post anything. So like you said, you just got no. to run with it.
1: Yeah. And with the, you know, these these kids these days, they can pump things out quick. So we got to keep up. We yeah. got to. we have response got to coming keep up here so i'm like we gotta just you know just get it, it is out it's
0: so I true try. us millennials we can't be lazy anymore not that we ever yeah. were but
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> do you but tired. okay we already did the work so. i was <laughs> about to
0: say tired is a better way to describe it yeah, yeah. um okay I, I said that was the last question but do you have a quote that relates more to your personal life that you love or like a mantra do you like ever repeat things to yourself
1: I do. And honestly, like I said, one of them, which is feel the fear and do it anyway, because I find myself getting scared a lot in life just to make, you know, you know, now that I'm working in the tech space, I find myself, I go to these meetings with a bunch of men that are asking me like crazy questions and I feel like very out of place. But at the same time, I'm like, no, I know what I'm talking about. I'm good at this. Like I did this, so I don't need to feel fear. Um, So I really do say that one to myself a lot. It's and then the, like kind of a, a silly one, but my mom always said this when we were growing up and I say it all the time, but it, if you want to 10, be a 10 and just kind of a reminder to like, if you want to be around people that inspire you and, and lift you up, whether it's like a partner, a friendship a work relationship, whatever it is, like be the best version of yourself and you'll attract, you know, people yeah. that you- want to be inspired by as well and so I don't know I always am just like really trying to make sure I'm being the best version of myself so yeah, that's yeah.
0: I think that's like a great way of saying like you got to put out what you want to bring back in I think a lot of us a lot of times we want to bring things in that we're not necessarily putting out and then we get upset when we don't receive the energy that we want and no, it's really. I love that quote because I think it's a great reminder that you have to be that energy before you can get it back So yeah, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Tessa, Tessa. So, okay. Tessa, Tessa. I'm calling you Tessa. Thank you (laughs) so much for joining us on the show. This was such a lovely, beautiful conversation. And again, I've been a fan of yours for a really long time. And so I'm just honored that you would come and chat with us and share your wisdom.
1: Well, thank you. No, seriously, I've been such a fan of you. I feel like you're, you know, what would we do without your beautiful quote? Honestly, I feel like I love when I see them reposted. I'm like, yes it's aesthetic we love it and and it's just so great so thanks for having me that that is
0: very sweet that's very sweet for everyone listening and watching tell us where we can go to keep up with you your work anything new you have coming out give us all the handles and websites
1: yes so um tezza.barton on instagram and tiktok and that's kind of all i really post on at the moment so you can find me there um, but if you want to shop our art prints or check out the app, you can go to the App Store and type in Teza, T-E-Z-Z-A, um, or go to shoptezza.com
0: I mean, it's a wonderful app. Everyone, if you need your photos edited, and you should follow tezza for just the most just spectacular imagery and photography and her style is masterful and everything about it. So mm-hmm. go follow, go support. And thank you again so much for joining us. And to everyone watching and listening. Don't forget to subscribe to The Shift and tune in to all of our other podcasts. And thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much.